sounds good, so praise the Lord. Uh, we are going to go to 1 John chapter 5, please. 1 John chapter 5. We have been talking uh, about the overcomer. Amen. This is the year of the overcomer. I said this is the year of the overcomer. Praise God. I, I choose to overcome. Anybody else here in agreement with me? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So 1 John chapter 5, please. And uh, we'll go do a little bit of review, and then we'll jump in what we have for you today. Um, kind of let the cat out of the bag a little earlier today, what we're going to do. But uh, anyway, 1 John 5. Uh, that sounds kind of morbid, let the cat out of the bag. Doesn't it kind of just seem morbid? <laughs> I just got thinking about that when I said that. Just think, it just, what's the cat doing in the bag? Anyway, moving right along, I just had a picture I probably shouldn't have. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So 1 John chapter 5, please, and let's go read verse 4 and 5 says this, For whatever, <laughs> whatever, amen, whatever is born of God. Now, just, just for the record, uh, this word whatever, uh, the Greek word is pas, which means every, all, it means the whole of things. So literally it means this, that whatever has come out of God, whatever has been born of God, been birthed of God. Okay, now of course, uh, put, uh, jump real quick over to 1 John 4, 4. Put that up real quick. We'll just kind of throw it in here right now. It says, you are of God. So we know that you've been born of God, right? You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Talking about the world, the world's ways, amen. You have overcome them because He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Now, is there anybody that agrees with that? Uh, now, let's try it one more time. Is there anybody in here that really agrees with that? So greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So you've been born of God. Amen. You're of God. Amen. You're part of the household, the family of God. Amen. According to the book, you're also part of royalty. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, you're of, you're of the family of God. So, praise the Lord. And anything that's born of God, amen, whatever is born of God, in this case we could say whoever is born of God, amen, overcomes the world. Praise the Lord. How many overcomers do I have in the, in the house then? All right, let's try that one more time. How many overcomers are in the house today? Praise the Lord. See, if you were born of God, that's it. You're an overcomer. Amen. You say, well, I don't feel like it. Well, we're not moved by what we feel. Amen. You may say, well, don't look like it. And, and you know, some days you might look in the natural and say, it don't look like it. But it really doesn't matter. Praise God. You're born of God. And greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, which means you're an overcomer. Praise God. Amen. So smile real big at your neighbor and tell him it's too bad. You're an overcomer. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. And that's just part of your identity. Amen. So, you know, and, uh, you know, in fact, you should just start calling each other that. Hey, overcomer. How are you doing, overcomer? Well, I'm doing great. How about you, overcomer? I'm doing really good, overcomer. <laughs> Feels good to overcome. I like overcoming. Do you like overcoming? I like overcoming. Amen. Well, we better give you a definition of overcome. Let's go back to uh, chapter 5, verse 4. Put that on the board again. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Now, the word overcome is nikeo, which actually the uh, root word is Nike, all right, uh, which means to, uh, to conquer, to get a victory or gain a victory. So, nikeo, which means to subdue, to conquer, to prevail. So, the, this is you now. This is you. Look at your Myers neighbor and say, this is for you. Now, I'm doing this for a reason, because this is part of your identity. So, when you feel like boo-hooing, you got to remember, wait a minute, I'm an overcomer. When you feel like giving up, you say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, I can't give it up. I can't give up because I'm an overcomer. When you feel like throwing in the towel, you say, ah, I can't do that because I'm an overcomer. When you feel like, you know, saying that's enough's enough, oh, no, wait a minute, I'm an overcomer, praise God. When you feel like coming under the thing, you say, no, no, wait a minute, I'm supposed to go over this thing. I'm an overcomer, praise God. I don't get, you know, I don't go under, I go over, praise God, amen. So if you're an overcomer, then, then you're one that subdues, you're one that conquers, you're one that prevails. You're one that gets the victory or gains the victory, praise God. That's, that's you, okay? Smile real big neighbor and say, real big at your neighbor again and say, hey, overcomer. 
Before we're done, you'll know your neighbor real well. Huh? Come on now. Trudy says she don't have a neighbor. Somebody be her neighbor. Somebody be here. Billy, will you be Trudy's neighbor? Be her neighbor. That'd make her feel better. Anyway, praise the Lord. All right, one more time. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. neighbor. It's good to be an overcomer. All right, now that's who you are. Now, let's move on. And this is the victory, okay? This is the victory, okay? Nike, that is the word Nike. This is the victory, the conquest, the triumph, hallelujah, the means of success, the means of the breakthrough or your progress. Everybody say the means of success. All right, it's the means of success. So in other words, you are an overcomer, amen, and it goes on to say, but the means to overcome in the world is what? Our faith. Amen. So you are an overcomer, but there's a way that works. Come on, somebody. There's the means of success. You know, uh, you know somebody might ask you the question, you know, are you coming out over here? Yeah, we're coming out over there. Uh, what's your means of, of transportation? Well, I'll be taking my pickup. So my pickup's going to bring me over there, okay? Or you can say, well, uh, my Harley, that's it, that's it. So the bike, I'm bringing the bike today. So praise the Lord, my means of transportation is the bike. Somebody say, well, my means of transportation is a Prius. Too bad. <laughs> no, 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 I got some people that drive those, so I got to watch it. Can't pick on them too much, amen. But they may say my means of uh, transportation is a Prius. All right. Well, praise the Lord. All right. So uh, that's how you're going to get from here to there is you're going to drive your Prius. Doesn't sound right coming out of my mouth. Let's try a Harley. Somebody might say, my means of transportation is a horse. We got a few horse people in here. What? What? You want yours to be a Lamborghini. Jen wants a Lamborghini. That's cool. Hallelujah. Go after it. Praise the Lord. That would get you there fast. So your means of transportation would be rather quick. Now, the point I'm just trying to make is this, you know, however you want to look at it. Your means of overcoming is your faith. Your faith. All right? So how am I going to overcome these areas? What is it I'm dealing with? What is it that's, that I'm uh, having to uh, work on in my life? What is it I'm trying to overcome? What is the pressure in my life right now? Uh, this happening, that happening, got stuff going on in the household, stuff going on in my, my health, maybe something financially, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is you're dealing with. It's still the same means of success. The same way one person overcomes anything as the same as going to work for the next person and the next person and the next person. Well, you don't understand, Pastor, my, my thing to overcome is way big. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how big it is. Doesn't matter how small it is. Doesn't matter how many times you've had to deal with it. Doesn't matter the time, as I said earlier today. You know, it doesn't matter uh, what the timing is. Doesn't matter uh, even what the, uh, uh, you know, the calendar says or what the issue is or what the, the need is or whatever. None of it matters. It's still the same thing. It all is done the same way, and it's by a means of success called your faith. Period. Your faith. Are you still with me? Does it say our faith? So you can smile at your neighbor and say that would include your faith. Now, the word faith. All right, the word faith. Pistis, okay? Now, we touched on this briefly last week. It means to believe. So, in other words, your means. So, we could say this, that, that we are overcomers, right? And our means of success is to actually believe it. So in other words, right now you may not feel like an overcomer, but it doesn't matter. I am an overcomer, praise God, and my means of accomplishing that is to actually believe that I'm an overcomer. That's where it starts, right? Okay, let's try another one. So it means to believe. It means persuaded or persuasion. 
a conviction or, or to be convicted of something, okay? So in other words, somebody takes a stand, amen, a persuasive stand or a, con, a stand of conviction about something. Why? Because they believe it. And that conviction or that stance or that persuasion, praise God, is how you overcome things. I'm not moved by what I feel right now. I'm not moved by how it looks. I'm not moved by uh, the situation. I'm not moved by what they say. I'm not moved by, by demonic influence. I'm not moved by what the world has about, uh, thinks about it. I'm not moved by any of that because, bless God, this is the way it is. And so as a result, whatever it is that we're standing on, amen, your means of success, amen, is you believing. Or your conviction. See, if you have no conviction, if you just stop and look at this room, that's why some people are all over the map with their walk. Because they're not convicted about anything. That's probably another sermon. Maybe I better wait and do that one another. I'll be kind of just kind of jumping in you right now. Amen. And just think about it. You know, there's no conviction that what happens, you're, you don't take a stand on nothing. So you're, you roll with power the wind blows. Don't say nothing to your neighbor. Just smile at him. All right? All right? So the word faith, uh, to believe, persuasion, conviction, confidence, and assurance. Hmm? Confidence and assurance. How, you know, you're confident, you're assured. You mean if God said he provides, and I'm assured God provides. If the Word of God says God heals, then it doesn't matter how I feel right now. Amen. My faith, amen, is locked on. Amen. My uh, persuasion, amen, or uh, pardon, my assurance and my confidence is that God is my healer. Okay. The word pistis, okay, faith, also means uh, reliance. Uh, it means uh, dependence upon, it means trust in. I mean, these are all synonyms, amen, that mean what this word pistis or faith means. So we overcome through the means of success, which is our faith. So I'm trusting in God, even though right now it don't feel like anything's moving along like it should, but I trust in God. That's why we kind of hammered on this thing today about, about, you know, clocks and calendars. Some people are more moved by their calendar than they are about what God said. They're more moved about what their watch says. Well, if I don't have this by such and such time, you not be amazed, amen, what God can do. God ain't moved by your watch. God ain't moved by your calendar. Come on. And I said this earlier, and I think I got a little quiet in the house when I said it, but God ain't moved by your need. We all got needs, and that ain't what moves God. What moves God is, amen, through the means of success, your faith. And when you release faith, you trust in God, rely on God, depend on God, and not everything else. But on God, guess what? Then we start seeing results. Some... Are you with me? Right, we're going to show you some things here today. Amen. So we're going to talk about faith today. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Turn with me to Hebrews, please. Chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Hallelujah. You glad you came out tonight? Or today, I should say? Huh? Praise the Lord. Now, let's talk about this thing called faith. All right? So if it's our means of, of success, amen, it's, it's, if we're called to be the overcomer, which we are an overcomer, and we are called to overcome, and our means uh, to accomplish that is our faith, then we probably should have a little bit of an understanding about faith. Amen? I said amen. amen. Now, some of you have been schooled on faith. You still need to hear it. Some of you haven't been, and you need to hear it. Some of you uh, get nervous when we talk about faith because you think it's some kind of a movement, and it ain't a movement. It's how we live. Come on, somebody. Somebody say, you're one of them faith preachers. Yeah, what are you, one of them doubt ones? <laughs> it's just how we live. It ain't, it ain't about some, some you know, doctrinal 
thing as far as a denominational thing, I should say. Uh, you know, it ain't about some denomination. It ain't about, uh, you know, some movement. It's how we live. We believe. That's what we do. We trust. We rely on God. We depend on God. We're assured of God. We're confident in God. Praise the Lord. Amen. We ain't going to be moved by everything else. Praise the Lord. And, if, and if, I, if I have things to overcome, then the only way to do it is through my faith. And bless God, I better get her kicked in gear. All right. Now the just, this is Hebrews 10, verse 38. The just, that's you and me. By the way, the word just there is the same uh, Greek word. It says the righteous, the righteousness. Justification, they're all the same Greek word. Okay, it just depends on how it's used in a sentence. But that's you. You're the just. Why? Because Jesus made you right. Yeah. Amen. You're, you're the just not because you did everything right. You're the just because you believed in the one who made you right. See, that's, that's a good qualifier because, see, it's talking about, you might say, well, I don't feel real just, so that means I'm not, a, I'm, not quali- I'm not qualified to live by faith. No, everybody's qualified to live by faith if you made Jesus the Lord of your life. So the just, that's you and me, shall live by faith. This is how we live. I said this is how we live. There ain't no, you know, just, it ain't just for a few people or a select few. This is for everybody. Smile real big at your neighbor and say, includes you. All right. The word live here, okay, zeo, okay, this is, uh, zeo is the Greek word, and it means uh, to live life, uh, speaks of uh, a lifetime, uh, so it's talking about your living and conducting everyday life, it means lively or alive or active, okay, it even refers to a life that you enjoy, amen, or to have true life, okay, so in other words, if you want the life, amen, then this is how it works, if you want the life you know, that you're called to, if you want the life that you're called to enjoy, Jesus said, the thief comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come that you might have life, comma, and life more abundant. Amen. Now, you have to decide what, you know, what side of the comma you want to live on. I like the abundant side myself. Amen. I mean, either way, you're, you're at least heaven bound. Praise ye the Lord. You got fire insurance. Praise God. Uh, but, you know, I want, I want the life that we're called to enjoy, called to, uh, to walk in, praise God, the abundant life, the God kind of life. Amen. So the just, amen, shall live by faith. So faith has got to be a big part of it, praise God. This is what makes it work, praise God. Are you doing okay? All right, faith, all right. And it goes on to say, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. In other words, my heart that brings no satisfaction to the heart of God when you're drawing back. So the first thing we want to establish with faith, faith never backs up. It never draws back. It moves forward. It always takes ground. Somebody said God has one speed. Forward. So always move forward. Well, Pastor, you don't, no, 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 no. By faith, we get on past that. By faith, we overcome that. By faith, we conquer that. By faith, we subdue that. By faith, praise God, we prevail. Praise God, we gain our victory. Why? Because one thing is we refuse to back up. See, if we trust God, we don't have to back up. We overcome. Put on the armor. Grab the word. Come on, somebody. Speak the word. Amen. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. But anyway, the bottom line is we don't back up. We move forward. Amen. Give me verse 39, please. Amen. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition or destruction. How many know that every time you draw back, that's, that's where you're headed? That was weak. How many know when you draw back, that's where you're headed? To perdition, destruction. But we are of those who believe to the saving of the soul. Amen. In other words, it is this progressive thing. As we move forward, praise God, the same way you got born again is the same way you get deliverance in every area of your life. Praise God. We move forward. We never draw back. I said we never draw back. Give me uh, did I have a, I was thinking I had a, uh, the message translation in, in one of those. Do we have that? 
Uh, let's see here. Thank you. This is the message translation. So remember those early, uh, early days after you first saw the light. Those were the hard times, kicked around. Uh, we in the right one? Yeah, okay. Kicked around in public, targets of every uh, kind of abuse. Some days it was you, other days your friends. Let's see, are we in the right one? If some friends went to prison, you, you stuck by them. If some enemies broke, I don't know, are you in the same one? Let's see, where are we getting at here? Okay, there we go. All right, you gave me an extra verse or two. That's what it was. All right, nothing they did bothered you. Nothing set you back. So don't throw it all away now. You were sure of yourselves then. It, it's still a sure thing, but you need to stick it out. You need to stick it out. Staying with God. There it is. Staying with God's plan so you'll be there for the promised completion. Staying with God's plan. Everybody say, staying with. Staying with God's plan, amen, so you'll be there for the promise completion. I think most people that have missed out on a promise is because they didn't just stick with it. It won't be long now. He's on the way. He'll show up most any minute, uh, but anyone, here we go, verse 39, who is right with me thrives on loyal trust. In other words, if you're with God, then stay with Him. If He cuts and runs, I won't be very happy, but we're, uh, but we're not quitters who lose out. Oh, no, we'll stay with it and survive trusting all the way. Now, the point just being made is this, that many times people miss out on things because they don't just stay with it. They don't just stick with it. Just stay with it. Well, Pastor, I've already made, I've already made confession three times. Well, let's try four. Okay. Well, I've been, I've been standing now for a month. Well, let's try two months. Come on. Let's just settle. Let's just go all the way. Let's just go the distance. I said, let's go the distance. <clears throat> you know, over the years, uh, you know, um, I've, I've seen probably more things missed out on just because they just wouldn't stick it out. Just stay with it. Well, Pastor, if you were in my... No, 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 no. You can't, can't use that because every one of us have got things to deal with. Every one of us got a fight. Every one of us have a war. Every one of us have things to deal with. And I, I, I use this term loosely, but, but I think it makes... It kind of establishes everybody's got a demon to deal with. Come on, somebody. Got things you got to work through. Amen. I didn't say you're possessed. I'm just, you know, you just got things you got to work through. Amen. But the bottom line is we all got things to work through. And so you can't just say my thing's bigger than your thing and then you're my thing's bigger than your. No, no, no. We all have things to work through. We all have things to deal with. It's just the facts. Okay, so what do we do? Well, you stick with it. You stay with God. You don't back up. You don't quit. Why? Because we're overcomers. I said we're overcomers. We're overcomers. We, we prevail. We conquer. Amen. We overcome. Praise God. Are you still with me? Now, um, let's see here. Put, uh, let's see here. We kind of went all over the map. I already messed up our notes big time, didn't I? Uh, let's uh, put, um, let's do this. Let's do Mark 11, 22. Put that up on the board. Okay. I just want to establish something here with this. Uh, Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Now, of course, he goes on to talk about you know, speaking unto the fig tree. Uh, the time he spoke to the fig tree, he says, and said, speak unto your mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea. Now, everybody say, have faith in God. Now, I always kind of thought this was kind of a dust statement, but, it's, but, but yet it, it's valid, right? You got to have faith in God, all right? If anything's going to work, if you're going to overcome anything, you're going to accomplish anything, you're going to have to put your faith in God. I said, you're going to have to put your faith in God. Now, anybody in, in the house today and probably anybody watching or listening by internet is going to say, well, duh. Well, then I'm going to look right back as you go, duh, right? Because in all honesty, what the challenge is, see, is we put our faith in the news. We put our faith in government. We put our faith in money. We put our faith in how you feel. We put our faith in how it looks. We put our faith in what somebody said. We put our faith in... Are you hearing me? 
But it says put faith in God. I said have faith in God. Have faith in God. Uh, put the Amplified up there. I know it's just a little simple deal, but we've got to throw it up here. It says this. Have faith in God uh, constantly. Everybody say constantly. 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 Uh, have you ever caught yourself being in doubt and unbelief? Did you do anything about it? Or did you say, well, that's just the way it is because, you know, that's how I feel at the moment. I'm just, I'm just trying to, see, I'm trying to, see, your means of success is your faith. So if your faith is not remaining constant in God, there's probably a reason we're not overcoming. You can't get mad at God, and you can't get mad at the preacher, and you can't get mad at the church, and you can't get mad at your spouse, you can't get mad at your kids, you can't get mad at your boss, you can't get mad at the government, you can't get mad at all those people. If, if we're not remaining constant in our faith, and that's our means of success, then you have to understand you may not see success. Now, I know it just didn't feel like a real warm and fuzzy moment, did it? But, but, you know, I want you to win. I want you to be successful in your overcoming. But if we're going to be up and down and we're constantly going to be more moved by what everybody else says, we're going to be more moved what, uh, you know, the news media says, we're going to be more moved by uh, how I felt at the moment, you're going to be more moved by what your pocketbook says. And by the way, your pocketbook talks. And sometimes it ain't happy news. Come on. But the point is, it all these things speak. And so you have to make a decision that it doesn't matter what my pocketbook says. doesn't matter what my health uh, is, is saying right now. It doesn't matter. What matters is what does God say about it? Because God is the one in whom I put my faith in. Amen. He's the one I trust. You know, James talks about not lying you know, as a liar, not lying against the truth. And I've had people uh, times uh, over the years that say, well, you know, it's just the way that I'm going to say what I say because it's just the truth and, and I'm going to tell the truth. I ain't going to lie. No, you, what the Word says is you're now then lying against the truth. So I'd rather be guilty of speaking the truth and then looking like a liar to somebody out there that doesn't understand. Come on, somebody. Then be, a, be guilty of lying against God. Come on, somebody, what He says. Is anybody hearing me? I'd rather say what he said to say because my confession of faith has to be coming from his word, the same word, speak the word, and put my confidence in that word. And if I'll do that, I am guaranteed an overcoming. Amen. Because God don't lie. Am I too intense today? Maybe I'm too intense. My wife's looking at me like, maybe. So constantly... Uh, put the message translation on this one here. Uh, let's see. Let's get down here. Uh, go, ooh, ooh, go jump in a lake. That's kind of cool. Uh, there it is, the beginning part. There, verse 22. Uh, Jesus uh, was, matter of fact, I believe so, embrace this God life. What life? This faith life. Embrace this God life. Really embrace it. I love that. Really, really, really embrace it. Oh, I am, brother, I am. No, no, really. No, no, I, yeah, I, I, no. no, really. Really embrace it. And nothing will be too much for you. Nothing will be too much for you. Well, if you really embrace it. Now, are you still with me or are you, you mad at the preacher now? Whew. Go to Romans 10, verse 17, please. Okay. Now, just, just for whatever it's, it's worth, okay, um, uh, I believe it's, I, I want to say Romans 14, and I want to say like around verse 23, it says this, that whatever is not of faith is sin. I thought I should throw that out there. So, I mean, this God life, you're going to have, let's embrace it. Whatever is not of faith is sin. Amen. Jesus said in uh, Luke 18, he said, uh, you know, when the Son of Man returns, and how many know he's going to return? He says, when the Son of Man returns, he says, will he really find faith on the earth? He didn't say anything else. 
You thought, you know, you thought maybe he'd come up, you know, you could maybe come up with about, you know, maybe half a dozen other things that maybe he'd be looking out for, maybe more so. You know, will I really find people in love with each other? Will I really find, uh, you know, uh, you know, long suffering? Will I really find, uh, you know, uh, people, uh, uh, you know, reaching out towards one, being compassionate or something. I mean, you think all these things, maybe you might, you know what I mean? Uh, you, maybe that's what he'd say when I come back. Is that what I'm going to find? No, he says, when I come back, am I going to find faith? Am I going to find people still believing, still confident, still trusting, still relying on me, still depending on me? Come on, somebody. When I come back, am I going to find that? Well, I want to say yes. Is there anybody else that wants to jump in with me on that one? Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I believe he will. Praise God. I believe he will. Praise God. Okay, so here we go. Okay, faith. Okay. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Okay, faith comes. Everybody say comes. Faith comes. All right, so faith's going to come by hearing and hearing by the word. Okay, now that word uh, uh, hearing... Uh, just means to give audience unto, to give audience to. And it refers to giving audience to the information and instruction. And in, and in context, he's talking about the Word of God. So we know in context of this chapter, everything he's dealing with here, he's talking about the Word of God being preached, all right, the good news, the gospel being preached. And he says that the more you hear that, the more that you, here we go, the more that you give audience to the good news, the message, then faith comes. Still with me? So reliance, dependence, assurance, confidence, uh, you know, uh, uh, trust, uh, uh, you know, conviction, reliance, all these, all these synonyms of this word faith, pistis, to believe. Amen. If you want to be a believer, you want to believe it right, then you're going to have to get around and hear it. Well, Pastor, I don't want to hear all this. I'm just kind of tired of hearing all You need to hear it because your faith is your means of success to overcome. And if you're not taking in the right information, and by the way, I want to just throw this out there. Again, I kind of like kick over those little sacred cows, you know. Uh, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing. CBN. It's accurate. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by Fox News. Listen, same principle. It works. Same thing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by Uncle Tom. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. Come on. It doesn't matter. You, whatever you plug in there, if you keep hearing it enough, pretty soon you have faith in that. You have confidence in that. And you will believe that over anything else. Is anybody hearing me? That's exactly how it works. That's the principle. Okay, so he says in context of chapter 10 here, he's dealing with the word of God, the gospel, the good news of the price paid, the good news, the word of God, amen, the God word, the God thoughts, the God things. How do you keep hearing that? Guess what? Faith comes. So, if I still got your attention, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word. Amen. By giving audience to it, praise God. Amen. Now, the Scripture tells us in 1 Thessalonians that your faith can grow. I don't know, did I give you that reference or not? No, don't worry about it then. All right, your faith can grow, all right? In fact, uh, it means uh, to increase above ordinary degree. Now, pardon me, 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians 1.3, that's the reference. Did I give you that one? I did. Okay, praise the Lord. Okay, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because your faith grows. How I many know faith can grow? That's just the point. Faith can increase. The word grow exceedingly here is actually one Greek word, and it means to increase above ordinary degree. In other words, that's what he's talking about. If you keep taking it in, your faith automatically just increases and grows. So then when, when now uh, the thing that seemed impossible last year doesn't seem impossible this year. 
Now, the word, again, I'm just, you know, rolling with this, okay? The word impossible means that which is uh, seen as not possible or thought as not obtainable. That's what the word impossible means. If you just look it up in a, just a, you know, whatever, it just, it's, it is seen as not possible or thought as not obtainable. Okay? So anything impossible, it's how it's seen or how it's thought. Is anybody hearing me? Okay, so at one time, the four-minute mile was thought to be impossible for a man to run. Until somebody did. <laughs> and now it's no longer seen as impossible or thought as not obtainable. So now it's no longer impossible. Well, because we've seen it done now. Or we've, you know, got it straightened out up top. Now remember, God says nothing's impossible. But with God, nothing is impossible. He says, and nothing's impossible to those who believe. So that means that he set the stage out that impossibilities can be made possible, but we just got to get your thinking different. We got to get how you see things different. He's not referring to just with the eyes of the natural here, but, but with your eyes of faith. So in other words, if you could see how he sees it, and you can think it as he thinks it, then nothing seems impossible. Are you still with me? So faith, let's go back to that uh, reference again, back to Hebrew or Romans, please. Uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Well, why do I want to be hearing the Word of God? Or why do, why do I want to be giving audience, that just means audience, giving audience to the Word of God? Because you gain His thoughts. You gain His perspective. And so more the Word of God comes in, the more all of a sudden the impossibilities don't seem impossible anymore. So pretty soon now, your faith, see, is increasing, is growing, is expanding. Come on. And remember, it only takes a mustard seed of faith to get the job done. But the more that you're hooking up with the Word of God, the more you're seeing it as He sees it, the more faith comes, the more believing increases, the more your confidence increases. Come on, somebody. The more your reliance and your dependence on God begins to increase. Why? Because you keep hanging out and giving audience to His Word. Remember, your faith is your means of success to overcoming. Well, I just want God to take care of it. Well, um, if you're walking in faith, releasing faith, you'll see it handled. But just to, you know, you know, to, to not, you know, this is the thing about... Um, this is the thing about, about the message of faith and why a lot of times when you talk about faith, people struggle with it sometimes because uh, when you talk about the message of faith and what faith's about, how faith actually works, faith makes you accountable. It's all about what you're taking in and what you're feeding on, what you're speaking, what you're declaring. Come on, all about what you're believing and even though you might, you might, you know, you might be able to pull the wool over the next guy's uh, head a little bit, you know, and say, "I'm believing God. God knows where you're at." And what you believe is what's manifesting. And so, if if something isn't manifesting like we want right now, then just you're either in the process of changing it, or you need to change something. What are you meditating on? What's coming out your mouth? Hello, somebody. What, what is it that, that, that gets you worked up? And if that thing's always hanging you up, then you have to understand that right now it's because, come on, we're going to have to get something tweaked or changed. Amen. So I'm going to have to start consuming this word to get myself in a place, amen, where I am, amen, believing Amen. And confident and reliant on the one that spoke it. Praise God. 
Now, you're going to hook up with me, right? Or am I going to have to come back at you again next week? I put the message translation up on this verse. I just thought this was good. Okay, so let's see. Kind of coming in the middle of a sentence here. The, the point is, that's the point right here. The point, everybody say the point. <laughs> the point is, before you trust, you have to listen. <laughs> Does that do anything for anybody? Dead for me. Amen. I mean, you know, well, I just want God to handle it. Well, then maybe you need to be listening and hearing. Give some audience to God's word a little bit. Well, Pastor, that's what we pay you the big bucks for. See, my faith, come on now, my faith is my means of success to anything I'm overcoming. That's my means, my faith. Your faith is your means of success to whatever it is you're overcoming. So if your faith is waning or doesn't feel like it's where it needs to be, then the point is, before you trust, you probably need to be listening a little bit more, give an audience to it a little bit more. Well, I already heard it once. Listen, faith doesn't come by having heard. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, or we could say as it's defined, giving audience to, give an audience to, give an audience to, Give an audience to. So whether you're listening, watching, reading, come on, somebody, what are you doing? You're giving audience to the Word of God. And the more you do that, amen, then you're going to walk with a level of trust, amen, and see some victories, praise God, amen. I, I kind of like this because it says, too, but unless Christ's Word is preached, there's nothing to listen to. And I, so to me, it's like, you know, uh, the point is no Word, no faith. The point is there's Word, there's faith. In the Word, right? Are you still with me? All right. Anyway, I just thought that was pretty good. Amen. Now, um, here we go. Um, um, go with me to, uh, well, actually, let me do this real quick just to save a little time. All right. Now, everybody say your faith. All right. Now, Jesus made it pretty clear, okay? Uh, Matthew 9 talks about the two blind, to the two blind men. They wanted a miracle. He said, according to your faith, let it be to you. He said, according to your faith. Come on now. Listen, and, and listen, Jesus probably would have, if, if nothing would have changed, he probably would have still walked off. Oh, Jesus would never do that. No, he does it all, did it all the time. He could show up to the pool of Bethesda. He was in mission, do one thing, went over there, ministered to the one guy. Listen, the whole pool is surrounded by, by sick people. Mm-hmm. For some odd reason, he, this one here, he was sent to go talk to this one. All I know is he ministered to that one. That one gets healed. Take up your bed and walk. He walks back out. The pool surrounded by sick people. Walking on water. The word said he would have passed them by. You think, oh, how rude. And if they wouldn't have said something, he would have just. And they're. See, needs don't move him. Okay, okay. All right, I'm just, I'm saying, because we go along, and listen, we're children of God, we're, we got the greater one on the inside, we're overcomers, we got all that it takes, we got seeds of greatness on the inside, we're designed and accomplished to overcome, praise God, but if you don't ever exercise your faith toward it, you won't see it happen. And then you go along, say, well, I just don't, and someday I'm going to get to heaven. I'm going to ask God, how come you never did this for me? How come you never did that? I, he's going to just, dude, you, you know, you, you sat there in the service, and Jerry tried to tell you, and you wouldn't listen. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go down, but somehow I'm pretty sure there's going, to be, there's going to be replays going on, some kind of video system up there, I don't know. And you're going to be over there whining across, you know, he's looking at you, you're just whining. He's also, uh, never mind. I'm just saying, all right, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you can get this. 
Amen. Amen. It might be, you know, it might be a little straightforward today, but you can get it. Praise God. All right. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew 9, your faith made you well. Your faith made you well. Talking to the woman with the issue of blood. Amen. In Mark 10, he said, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Talking to blind Bartimaeus. All right. In Luke 7, he said, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Talking to the the woman, uh, the sinful woman that was forgiven. Okay. Luke 17, your faith has made you well or complete, talking to the leper that was made whole. Amen. So like there's just six different, uh, six different references that he makes it be known. It's your faith. Your faith is your means of success to whatever it is you're trying to overcome. If it's, if it's sickness, if it's disease, if it's poverty and lack, if it's issues at home, issues in the family, if it's stuff you're working on mentally, stuff you're working on emotionally, it, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what the issue, doesn't matter. We're not trying to make light of anything. We're just telling you it doesn't matter how big, how small, how wide, how narrow. It doesn't, none of it matters. All that matters is your faith is the means of success. So if your faith isn't getting the job done, you don't sit here and, and boo-hoo because my faith ain't big enough. Well, you say, okay, the only way to get, so I got I to gotta stay with it, stick with it. I got to get the word going in me, praise God. I got to meditate on this a little bit more, praise God. I got to get this working in me, praise the Lord. And it works the same way for everybody. And every one of those occurrences there, every one of them, the reason they came to him is because they heard. Somebody told, said some good news on the other edge of town, and they thought, he healed? There's deliverance? There's breakthrough? There's healing? There's provision? Well, I'm going to get in on that. So they kind of start trucking across town, Right? depending on the situation. And they, they're, they're going to go find him. Jesus! Jesus! Hey! Hey! Shut up, man. You're embarrassing. Jesus! 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 A little persistent, aren't we? Yeah! Jesus! Jesus said, what do you want? You, you know, every time he asks, what do you want? You think, duh. <laughs> right? I mean, really, you know, think about it. Two blind men. <laughs> what would you like today? Well, I have a hangnail. <laughs> but he asked them the question. Why? Because what do you want, son? What is it you're coming to me for? Well, I, we, we want to see. Well, that's a good thing. And he goes, according to your faith. It's like, what? According to your faith. Well, obviously they had the faith. They came to him. You see, see what I'm saying? It's not like it's a big complicated thing. You heard, you moved, you acted on it. Praise God, here comes a miracle. Praise the Lord. If you feel like your, your movement is, is, is hindered or you feel like you're, you're, you're somehow your confession way, then you, you start changing that. Praise God. Get the Word of God coming. Give audience to the Word. Start drawing on the Word. Nothing's impossible. Praise God. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter how big, how small. Ha! I'm going to get it. And nothing shall be impossible for you. Okay. Hebrews 6, put that on the board. Doing okay? Hebrews 6. All right. Verse 12, please. That you do not become sluggish, but here we go, but imitate those. Ever say imitate. imitate. That word imitate, it's a Greek word, mimic, where we get our word to mimic. Okay? So mimic or imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Okay, the promises is a, a, you know, an expressed assurance. That word promise means an expressed assurance on which expectation is to be based. In other words, God said something, expressed something. He says, you can have this. That's a promise. And according to 2 Corinthians, all the promises of God in Him are yes and in Him, amen. There's no hindrance. He didn't say, no, no, sorry, you can't have that one. That only, that's only for that person. No, He says, listen, if that promise is in the book, you can have it. 
but you're going to have to believe it. Now listen, here's, the pro here's what it says here. Through your faith and your... Well, the word patience means uh, constancy or consistency. To be consistently constant is what the word means. Huh? It's not just waiting. Exactly. It doesn't mean through your faith and waiting. It's not what it means. It's through your faith and your consistency with your faith. You inherit the promises. Well, I mean, you got to say it because sometimes, you know, uh, you know, you know, somebody says, well, you know, oh, I hate these red lights. Just be patient. So you, so you automatically think like the word patience means sitting at a red light. <laughs> or driving behind that guy that doesn't even want to drive the speed limit. What is his problem? <laughs> God, let's get moving. I can run faster than this, dude. That's not me, by the way. <laughs> so a lot of people think, when they think of patience, they think, you know, following behind grandma. Or the red light. I better watch. Some grandmas are fast. Got a couple Harley mamas in here, too. Hallelujah. Anyway, moving right along. Get myself in a lot of trouble with that one. Anyway, the point is, we instantly start thinking, well, through faith, it's just... Putting up with whatever. I'm just waiting. What are you doing? I'm waiting. What are you waiting? I'm waiting on God. You waiting on God? Yeah. Oh, what's he supposed to be doing? Well, you know. I'm just waiting. But I'm believing. How about a little, kind of a little reversed here? He's waiting on you. He ain't, he ain't holding back. All the promises are yes. So you inherit the promise through your faith and being consistent with your faith. Yep. Hallelujah. All right, so I kind of put a few things here. Faith is how we obtain our promises. Faith is how we please God. It means to satisfy entirely, Hebrews 11 tells us. Faith is how we stand in the midst of our pressure. 2 Corinthians 1, faith is how we uh, walk among the unseen, 2 Corinthians 5. Faith is how we run and finish our race, Hebrews 12, praise God. And as we started this whole thing, faith is how we overcome, it's how we gain our victory, 1 John 5. So faith is how, how we, it's our means of success, no matter what we're believing for, what we're dealing with, amen. But you got to have to, praise God, make a decision, I am not turning back, I am moving forward. Amen. And if I don't like how right now, how it's doing in me, then I'm going to settle it. I'm going to get the Word of God going in me, give audience to it to, to some more, meditate on it some more, praise God. Get this thing working in me, and i got to have to stay consistent. Are you still with me? Yes. Let's try one more. Go to Hebrews 11, verse 1. We'll close it with this, this uh, reference anyway. Verse 1, 2, and 3 here. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So in other words, right, it's, it's, come on, it doesn't matter even if it's an unseen thing. Your faith can reach into an unseen realm, grab hold of what's yours. Come on. Now faith is the sum of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse 2, please. For by it, in other words, by your faith, by faith, it is, uh, it, pardon me, by, for by faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. Okay, we're going to talk about that for a minute. Uh, verse 3, for by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Everybody say, by the Word of God. Word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Everything that you see came out of an unseen realm because somebody spoke it. That's what's being said here. So back up verse 1, put the, uh, I think the message. I think, I think, is that what I gave you, the message translation? The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, 
is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle. I love this. It's our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors and set them above the crowd. Why were they different? Why were the patriarchs of faith? Amen. Later on in this chapter, he lists a couple dozen patriarchs of faith. Why? Because they were willingness to not quit, not give up. They stayed with it. Why? Because God said it. They didn't even have what you have in your hand. And yet God said something to them and they said, okay. Now, they all had to work through things. They all had to, they all had to establish some things. They all had times where they were, their faith was being tried. And we we're going to find, we, you know, you found out whether or not they had that in gear or not, whether their means of success was intact or whether it wasn't. And when it wasn't, they settled it. They got it turned around and they got on top. Praise God. Abraham is an ex- a perfect example of that. It took him a little while to get a hold of it. But when he did, he got a hold of it. And brought an unseen thing into reality, so to speak, or into a seen realm, praise God, because his faith got the job done. All right? His faith. All right? So uh, let's see. Verse 3 of the message translation. By faith we see the world called into existence by God's word. What we see created by what we don't see. Now, the reason I thought that was kind of kick or, or uh, key, pardon me, is that it's really what it is. What you're doing is you're taking this, okay? And even though, you know, you speak a word, speak the word of God, you may not see those words coming out, but they're what's going to bring things in an unseen realm into a seen realm. So you're going to have to determine, you know, what, what kind of words you're going to let coming out your mouth. See, a lot of times, and I'm just, I'm going to get them here, kicking over another, some sacred cows. You probably are already getting what your faith is believing So you got more faith in the fact that, you know, this infirmity or this lack or this marital issue, financial issue, whatever, you have more faith and confidence that how I see it, how I feel it, what somebody else said, It's like somebody says, well, you know the economy. What about the economy? Well, you know the economy. Yeah, but you helped determine the economy. It's just a thought. You know, somebody started saying, well, the economy went bad. So what did everybody do? And it's like, you bet. That's all you had to do is announce that the economy's gone bad, everybody sucks it all in, and the economy goes bad because that's just kind of how it works. But the believers don't have to do that. Believers say, no, it's a good time to give. Woo, so, 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 so. Why? Because you, re- you reap a hundredfold, praise God, a thousandfold in time of famine, praise God. This is how you do it, how you do it, how you do the God thing, do the God thing, do the God thing. Right. No. Or somebody says, cancer. Everybody immediately caves. Well, Cancer can be cured no different than a common cold. Doesn't matter how big, how big. Listen, listen, we're not making light of your situation. Again, don't get mad at me. Say, Pastor, you just, you just uncaring and you just have no compassion. Listen, I want you free. I want to see the means of success to overcome disease is in your faith. And if you're believing that the C word is more powerful than the word, then you'll get the C word, results.
Or you can believe what God said, have more faith and, and confidence in what He says, and get what He says to work. Faith. Faith. Go back one more time. Well, I'm going to do this. Put Matthew, no, put the Matthew 9. Do that. Let's do that. That'll work. We'll close with this one. I know I said I'd close on the last one, but I lied. Verse 29. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, there's just you might as well get something. Make sure you got the whole full meal deal before you walk out of here. Because I'm not sure if you're even coming back next week. Look at your neighbor and say, I am coming back. Praise the Lord. All right. Now, this is what Jesus said to the two blind men. Here he said, he said, according to your faith, let it be to you. Was Jesus being mean? You think Jesus was being mean or maybe, maybe just being hard? You think he was being rude? Now, listen, now, if I said that to you, you'd say you're being rude. You're being mean. But... He said that to you, and I don't think he was being rude to these men. He's just finding out, locating them. What can you believe? Because you can have what you can believe for. Remember, remember what he said to the father with the, the son had the epileptic seizures? Father says, you know, if you can do anything, he says, buddy, that's not, the, that's not the issue. That isn't even, even remotely the problem here. The problem is what you're believing. So if we can get you to change what you're believing, all things are possible to those who believe. But we got to get you thinking the right thing. So he's saying to them, it's according to your faith. And he said, let it be unto you according to that. Now put the message translation. I thought that this was good. Oh, here we go again. Okay, let's see. Get that, just that verse. Where are we at here? Uh, okay. He touched their eyes and said, I love this, become what you believe. I just thought that was good. Because that's what he's saying, become what you believe. So, um, so um, do you like what you become? Or do you like how that thing's turning out? If not, then let's change it. How? Let's give audience to the Word, meditate on His Word, get it working, get it alive on the inside, stay consistent with it, and stop backing up, and keep moving forward, and you're going to get results. You're going to get your breakthrough. But you can't be moved by how it looks. You can't be moved by how it sounds. You can't be moved by what they did. You can't be moved by how you know how you uh, you know how it how you feel at the moment. You can't even be moved by the past. Right. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, I got people that have an issue back here, and maybe you got a little bit of a little bit of luggage with you. You brought it into a relationship or something, and all it takes is this one other individual now to do or say just like that other guy did, and what comes up? Somebody just opened up all the luggage, right? Because it's all back. No, 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 no. I ain't moved by that. Ain't moved by any of this. Ain't none of that. That's all back there. Praise God. A new day. Praise God. We're going to get success here. We're going to get a victory here. We're going to overcome here. This is going to happen. Why? Because God says it will happen. Praise God. And God says nothing's impossible. And praise the Lord. That's what I'm connecting to. He's my provider. He's my healer. He's my deliverer. He's the master of breakthroughs. He's my all in all. I'm going to connect to Him. He's the one that said it. That's what I'm going to believe. Praise God. I ain't moved by how I feel. I ain't moved by what it looks like. I ain't moved by what they said. It does it doesn't matter what the economy's doing. It doesn't matter what, what, the, what the, uh, the media said. doesn't matter what the doctor even said. And we're not against anybody. We're just saying, listen, what did God say? And that's what we connect with, and that's the results we're going to get, praise God. Did you get something today? Praise the Lord. Woo! Well, praise the Lord. Got through that one, huh? Praise God. Why don't you all stand up? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What's our means of success? Our faith. Amen. How are you going to overcome? With your faith. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, uh, I think one of the coolest things that you see through the Word, um, and I mean, you, and you see it in operation. Um, 
quite often. But, I mean, the underdog can win every time. Because it's, it's, it's about locking on to the one, amen, who's able. Come on, somebody. And nothing's impossible. And so it's just, it's amazing. A giant comes down. A fiery furnace doesn't do any harm. The mouths of the lion are stopped. The sea opens. The dead are raised. The lame walk. The blind see. The deaf hear. All of it's still working, still happening. God's still doing. Just keep giving audience to it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much for this people that had ears to hear today and a heart to receive. We give you the praise and the glory, hallelujah, that in this house are overcomers. Those listening and, and watching by internet, inter overcomers, praise God. Overcomers, praise the Lord. And we give you the praise and the glory, hallelujah, that you are our all in all. You are our source, hallelujah. You are our sufficiency. We lean on you and we choose you. Praise God over all other things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Well, praise God. Turn to somebody and say, I'm so glad you're an overcomer. Thank you for joining us for this message. We'd like to take this opportunity to encourage those listening from anywhere in Central Oregon to join us Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. for our regular services. We understand that many do not have a home church, and we can't emphasize enough the importance of connecting with a church family. We'd be honored to meet you and spend time with you praising God.